Hey guys, how's it going? Um, there was no episode again this week, which I'm really sorry about. I've actually gotten sick again, um, and I know it's annoying not hearing from me. I did want to say I- I'm going to make sure I do an app next week, and I'm going to be doing a bunch of content and stuff. So again, apologies. But what I thought I'd do, um, I put this up on YouTube. Basically, anyone who knows me and longtime listeners of this show know I love Blink-182. Um They have just put out their first album in a very long time and their first album with their uh, most well-known lineup of Tom DeLonge, Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker. I know this isn't for everyone. Not everyone will probably care about what I have to say, but this is my review and my thoughts on um, an album that means a lot to me. Um, And so in light of not having a full episode this week, I just wanted to put this up in its place. Um, Thank you so much and uh, enjoy. Hey guys, Mike here. I just listened to the new Blink-182 album one more time. It did leak. I have listened, just full transparency there. And I think this might be one of the first online reviews of the album. Subscribe to my channel, thumbs up, everything like that. Guys, I'm going to be talking about my thoughts on this album overall. Of course, I've been closely following all of the singles that are out, but there are a bunch of new songs that I hadn't heard before on the album. I literally have pages of notes here. I was taking notes while I was listening and I got to say, man, I never thought this day would come. I never thought we would be here listening to a new Blink-182 album with Tom DeLonge on it. But here we are. It's out. And I know people are going to have a lot of really mixed opinions about this album. I can already feel it. I've seen a lot of it on the Blink-182 subreddit about um, various songs that they don't like and stuff. But I got to say, I absolutely loved everything about this record. And I'm not going to lie. I'd love everything that these three guys do together. Honestly, Blink is my favorite band of all time. I love Tom, Mark and Travis and I am just, it is beyond me that this is happening right now. And um, I think thematically, before I get into the track kind of, I'm going to do it track by track, but thematically there's so much to glean on this album. I think in particular, um, Mark's writing is a lot about his experience with cancer, which did ultimately kind of bring the band back together. A lot of Tom's lyrics are about, um, you know, even in the first track, Anthem Part 3, which I'll get to, but there are a lot about, you know, him looking back on the past and his perceived mistakes and his complacency and vowing to almost be better in the future. And I think a lot of this record is Tom and Mark singing together, which in previous albums, yeah, there were there were songs like that, but there were a lot of sort of Tom-only songs or Mark-only songs, particularly on Enema and Take Off or even Dude Ranch, right? But a lot of this album is blending both of them together, which I always thought was when Blink-182 was at their best, when both of these guys and, and, and Travis as well, but when Mark and Tom sing together, I think that was always what made Blink-182 as a band stand out from a lot of the other pop punk bands at the time when they were becoming big. I think that's why the legacy of Blink-182 is so, is so strong because both Mark and Tom are so unique, but just sound so good together. You know, songs like feeling this songs, like I miss you songs, like stay together for the kids. Like the way their voices work together is so complimentary. And Anthem part three is such a great way to start this album because of course, like there was Anthem on Enema of the State. Take Off Your Pants. That was the end of Enema of the State. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket started with Anthem Part 2. Now we have Anthem Part 3 and the album just takes off with 
such a bang and just some of the 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 best an incredible chorus guys I, i'm i'm falling over my words here in excitement but that chorus from tom to start this record where he says this time i won't be complacent the dreams that i gave up and wasted and i think that is him reflecting on blink reflecting on everything that happened it's such a big song it does feel like a natural follow up a bit more of a mature follow up to the previous two anthems but also lyrically you know, I think Anthem Part 1 on Enema is very in tone with Enema. It's very youthful and lyrically it's like it's about a party, right? Anthem Part 2 is almost like this teenaged angst and like, you know, young adult angst at the government and like that lyric, if we're fucked up, you're to blame. And then Anthem Part 3 comes along and it's a lot about, you know, maybe this adulthood of like acceptance and, and self-reflection and self-criticism, which I think really shows the progress of the band through those three tracks. I'd be interested to listen to them back to back. But as soon as Anthem part three came on, I was like, well, I I'm, I'm in, I'm in for this ride and I can't wait. Of course it then goes into dance with me flowing nicely dance with me as a song. I loved since it first came out as a single. Um, a lot of people have talked about the Olays in the chorus and I think they're great. Um, I think they're going to be so fun live when I see them live here in Melbourne in February. But yeah, that Olay, 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 like that, this is a pop, a, a pop punk anthem. And Tom's voice on this song in particular for me just sounds like such old school Tom. Like he's really honed in back to that real Blink style, you know, on Angels and Airwaves, he really went into this, weird, more mature voice, I guess, that he probably thought was more sophisticated. But, you know, just going back to that really nasally, whiny, raspy Tom in Dance With Me was amazing. And of course, that chorus at the end where he switches out the Olays for what I think are some of the best Blink lyrics, or at least some of the best Tom lyrics ever, where he says, you beat my heart from miles away. You spin me like a hurricane. I love that lyric. You spin me like a hurricane. It's amazing. Moving on to track three, which is Fell in Love. This one was the one I was talking about. I've seen so much polarization or just gen generally criticism of this song for sounding just too poppy and overproduced. I actually love this song. This is probably my favorite of all the singles. And I think just keep in mind, like different people have different wants from Blink-182 and what they want it to sound like. I love this sound. A lot of people have said, and I do agree with this, that the intro actually sounds like a royalty-free pop music kind of thing you'd hear on a YouTube ad. I do I do agree with that. I acknowledge that. But I just love how this song kind of comes together. I love the Cure sample. It samples close to me by the Cure. I think that's so blink. Like, we know Tom, Mark, and Travis loved the Cure. Um, and, you know, Robert Smith was on Untitled. And I just think it's such, an, it's such a great moment. But I just think... It's such a bop. It's so fun. I like the poppier Blink songs, right? And I think we need songs like this, okay? Because yes, they're doing this album for the diehard fans, but they also like, like any band, they want to kind of get as much traction as possible and get new listeners and show what they're all about. And I think Fell in Love is such a perfect song to do that. I love that little pre-chorus moment from Mark where he says, honestly, I needed you, you needed me, it's crazy. And then Tom's chorus is just a, like, I genuinely think this is a bop. I love Fell in Love and yeah, I, I think it fits really nicely on this album. And I did say to one of my friends, it reminds me of that old band Metro Station who had that song Shake It. 
Um, and I think Miley Cyrus's brother was in it, but yeah, I, I love that song. Terrified. A lot of people have been really looking forward to this song and boy, oh boy, we found out before the album came out that Terrified was actually a reworked version of an unreleased boxcar racer song. And well, it's so obvious that it is like, it sounds a bit at the start, like the, um, opening of down the chorus reminded me a lot of tiny voices in verse two you get some sort of synths in the background which reminded me of angels and airwaves um it gets really industrial at points but it has a bit of an electronic vibe as well it blends that really nicely um i just thought oh and the distorted vocals that come in were very boxcar racer and some of the ooze that come in that i think are mark singing those just amazing it's so big. It's so loud. It's so angsty and aggressive. It is Boxcar Racer. Like as soon as I heard it, I'm like, this, this is literally just an outtake from Boxcar Racer, but I love it. It belongs here. It's really good. Into One More Time, the title track. Of course, Die Hard Bling Songs, This Is For Us. This is basically Mark, Tom and Travis acknowledging everything. And Tom in particular being really honest and earnest with what happened and what his role in the whole Blink-182 fallout both times was. Um, you know, we didn't really get anything like this on Neighbourhoods, I don't think. A lot of people thought Hearts All Gone from Mark was a very directed to Tom song, but we didn't really get an acknowledgement. And that's what I think feels different about One More Time compared to Neighbourhoods, not comparing those albums necessarily, but just with one more time, it does feel like they have actually had really open, earnest and um, honest conversations with each other that can create songs like One More Time, um, which I do really like. I love Tom's first verse, you know, strangers, strangers into brothers, brothers into strangers once again. Um, I couldn't see the meaning. I couldn't recognize my friends. And then Mark, it shouldn't take a sickness or airplanes falling from the sky. You know, this is a Blink song. This is about Blink-182. I think that's what's really interesting. It's about the relationships between these three guys that met and became Blink-182, right? But I think the lyrics are so applicable to many situations, whether it's with, you know, family or friends or breakups, relationships, whatever it might be. I think this can really speak to a lot of people. And I, I did kind of expect it to kind of build towards the end. It doesn't. I also think using I miss you so prominently in the second verse and ending the song with the I miss you, I found that a little bit cheesy, a little bit of like a deliberate pull on the heartstrings and reference back to I miss you. But at the end of the day, I really like this song. That then moves into More Than You Know, uh, the single that came out alongside um, uh, one more time, the the intro, the piano intro to this and sort of everything around it, this whole thing reminds me of violence and Stockholm Syndrome on the Untitled record in a really, really good way. Again, Tom at his best, some great verses from Mark. I feel like a lot of the songs are very Tom-centric and Mark really gets a good moment to shine on this album. It does feel very much structured like violence, but when I first heard it as well, I really thought um, it reminded me a lot of Dogs Eating Dogs. And when when we when I was young, the first two tracks from the Dogs Eating Dogs EP in style, in sound, and the guitars and the vocals and everything like that 
Some of the songs on this album really do feel like the natural successor to Dogs Eating Dogs, which I really enjoyed. Um, but some of them, you know, harken back to some of the older areas of Blink. And I think this album really is a celebration of Blink generally. Turn This Off is a joke song. Um, Tom and Mark share vocals. They do a verse each. Uh, I'll have to listen to it again because I wrote down here, I couldn't really hear what they were saying super clearly. That could have been my setup, my speaker setup. It could have been the mix. I wasn't really sure. I enjoyed what it was. I just kind of wanted to listen to it again so I could hear the lyrics, but these are just my instant thoughts. I did hear Mark mentioning taking someone on a date to get sushi. That's kind of all I got from it, but yeah, really cool to have the joke songs back as well. You know, we had that on California with um, Built This Pool, Bohemian Rhapsody, Can't Get You More Pregnant. They were really fun. It's fun to have just a little bit more lighthearted stuff to break up the heavier stuff of the album. And that harkens back to the old days of Blink as well. So I really like that. When We Were Young, really enjoyed this. Did think it's, it, it is funny because of course, Dogs Eating Dogs, the first track on that EP is When I Was Young. And some of the lyrics here are actually very, very similar. Um, but again, I did really like this, this theme of reflection and self-reflection and maybe even yearning for a past that is long gone, which seems to be a theme on this album. And and I always bring it back to one of Blink-182's first big explosive singles that made them really big, which is Damn It, Growing Up, in which the words are, I guess this is growing up. And to me, that song has always been about sometimes you just have to accept the reality that is happening in your life and that's growing up. Even if you don't want it, that's growing up. And I feel like... Again, songs like When We Were Young, where they're looking back on what was, comparing it to what is now, I think that is consistent with this theme of, I guess this is growing up, that they sung, you know, so many years ago on Dude Ranch. And, you know, some of the lyrics here, stuck at work like a typical jerk, fell out of touch, now everything sucks. Wondering if that's, you know, reflecting again on Mark and Tom's relationship but, you know, could also be applicable to a relationship or whatever, which is what makes lyrics so beautiful. You can interpret them however they speak to you. Um, in the chorus, Tom sings, do you still think of me when we were young? Um, again, all really cool, really, just really great. Really enjoyed that song. Goes into edging. I don't need to say much about edging. I did a whole video on it when it came out originally. But again, this was the perfect comeback single for this album, I think. It's exactly what I think people think of when they think of Blink. Fun, a little bit irreverent, upbeat, not super serious either, which Blink can be, and a lot of people love those songs. But I think a lot of people, particularly just the general mainstream, remember Blink-182 for songs like All the Small Things, Rock Show, First Date, you know, people who never really delved more into the band just remember it, remember them as that. And I think that's fine. Um, so Edging is still one of my favourite tracks on this album. You Don't Know What You've Got, is a great song. It's quite Mark-led. Um, and again, this is the very clear sort of reflection of Mark's experience being diagnosed with cancer going through that. Some really um, deep and kind of not scary, but like, I guess a great expression of the scary thoughts that someone who has been diagnosed with cancer might be having. Um, and to anyone who has had a loved one or a family member 
who has had cancer or suffered from cancer or died from cancer, you know how hard that is. Some of these, um, some of these analogies are great. Stuck in life's waiting room, I think is a really good metaphor for how, you know, literally you're in hospital waiting rooms when you've got cancer, but also just stuck in life's waiting room. Like, like cancer really puts life on pause, I think. And, and, you know, ref- again, reflecting back on what could have been even things like go on without me, my love, which, uh, you know, it feels like things did get really dire for Mark. And it was really uncertain at points and saying things like that to his wife and his child and, and friends and, and really fearing for the worse and to have him come back on the other side of that and now be performing again with Blink is incredible for us, for him, for his family and everything, all of the above. But yeah, I think penning that and putting those thoughts to paper and into music is great. Some of Mark's best lyrics from the pl- since the plus 44 days. So really appreciate that. Blink Wave, I was really excited about when I heard about what it was. Like it was called Blink Wave because it was like a new wavy style song. Wasn't super impressed with it. Like it has the Cure vibes, of course. Um, and... I wouldn't mind them experimenting with a whole album in this sort of style, I suppose. Just a new wave 80s kind of sounding vibe. Um, I, I don't know how I felt about this one. I think I hyped it up in my mind too much. I like when they experiment with this style. I think Always is probably a better example of what they were trying to do here, but it's it's still really good. Bad News is great. Bad News has this really um, kind of acoustic start from Mark um, that really blows up quite suddenly and some really aggressive vocals from Mark. I know he strains a bit um, with those style vocals I think he's spoken about in the past, but at one point towards the start, it sounds like, damn it, Mark. Like it sounds like that really throaty, aggressive mark that we haven't heard heaps from. Like he has a much more smooth, cleaner singing style on everything I've heard with him since. Like damn it to me has always been a really unique side of Mark's voice, but um, bad news I think was really good. And also just having, you know, a Mark centric song. I don't think Tom pops up in bad news at all um, in, in terms of vocally. And yeah, I, I, I've, I've, I, I understand why most of the singles, particularly, um, well, like generally most of the singles are very Tom centric in my opinion. And I think that's obviously because Tom was such a big selling point of this era of Blink-182, Tom's back. So of course, edging is going to start with Tom, you know, um, even songs like One More Time, I feel are quite Tom centric, despite Mark having a verse more than you know is, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm just sort of speaking off the, off the top here, but um, it goes into Hurt interlude, which I was not expecting to have lyrics because I, I guess the Fallen interlude from uh, Untitled does have the lyrics down, 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 pick me up, I'm falling. But this actually has Tom singing. And I wondered if it was Travis doing the what in there. Uh, it feels very synthy as well. Angels and airwaves really, it really feels like angels and airwaves at this point in Hurt, which is a short interlude, but really enjoyed it and goes into Turpentine or Turpentine. Not sure about this. And I actually wrote, I don't know about this. The distortion towards the end of, I think the second chorus that then goes into Mark and the whole song kind of changes feeling and it ends with 
Tom going turpentine, turpentine. I, I don't I don't know how I felt about this. I think I have to listen to this one again, but leads into Fuckface, which I think I read somewhere is Travis and Tom um, trading vocals. Another kind of jokey song, I guess you could call it that. And um, it's always good to have Travis on this album. I, I forgot to mention in one more time, like him also singing in the line one more time, you know, him being a part of this trio. Um, I mean, of course, they're not going to get Scott Rayner or Matt Skeeper in to sing as well. But like, you know, I think just acknowledging this is the this is the core trio of Blink-182. And yes, like Scott Raynor was the original drummer and Matt Skeeper filled in, both of whom did great work. But the core trio, as far as Mark, Tom and Travis see it, is Mark, Tom and Travis. And I think having Travis sing in that song really solidifies it. Fuckface is great. We then go to the other side, which is another Mark solo song, solo singing song. Uh, the bridge, the bridgey kind of guitar, sorry, the guitar kind of riff actually sounds like the bridge of Damn It. The do, 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 do. Listen out for it. I think it kind of sounds like that at least. Again, this is just another kind of fast punk Mark song in a similar vein to MH from Neighborhoods. I just call it MH. Sometimes I just like to call it Helicopter because I think the title's stupid. Even like Here's Your Letter, um, but See You on the Other Side, I really like. I also wonder if maybe that was something he penned during his cancer experience. Um, I'm not really sure. And then Childhood, the closing track, which was um something really unique and different, actually. It has a very dreamy kind of sounding backing with a bit of synth. Um, it reminded me and hear me out. And some of you might not have heard this album, but there was a song on one of the more recent strokes album called the new abnormal. Um, I can't remember what the song was called, but it had some really, really, uh, blatant auto tune, like as a stylistic choice, which I didn't think, which I thought sounded really cool. And Tom really has that in the chorus here as well. It reminded me a little bit of that. Go and listen to that album. It's a great album, by the way. Um, and again, childhood. Again, this theme, right? This theme of looking back, going back, thinking back to how things once were, accepting now, growing up. That's what Blink-182 has always been about. That's what this song is about. And that ending with that drum outro from Travis and also this like Super Nintendo, like 16-bit sounding kind of electronic outro, I thought, which we've never really heard in a Blink song before, I thought was really cool. I think it's great to end with kind of an extended drum sequence the same way that I'm Lost Without You did on Untitled, um, because I felt like Neighbourhoods just kind of ended, like with Even If She Falls, um, it just ends, um, whereas this kind of feels like a track closer. Even... California, the closing track on California feels like a nice closer to that album, whether you like it or not. Um, this really felt like a great closer and I'd be really keen to listen to it again. That's the new Blink-182 album one more time. I'm really hoping I'm the first review up. If you could give me a like and a subscribe and comment your thoughts below, because guys, like even if we have different opinions on the songs, I think it's really important just to remember that I'm a Blink fan. You're a Blink fan. We have different opinions of what we want from Blink and what we want them to sound like and what our favourite songs are and what songs we don't like, but we all love 
Tom, Mark and Travis, we all love this band and this band being together and putting out another album. And, you know, hopefully we do get another Blink-182 album. I would really hate for it to be, no, there's no more, like really just one more time, but I'm reading it more as one more time, as in we're trying this one more time, as it, instead of one more time, as in we're just doing this album and that's it. So, look, those are my thoughts. Thank you again for watching and um, I hope you enjoy this album as much as I did. Listen to it a few times and just, like, just get around it. And And if you're going to a live show, I'll be at the first Melbourne show here in Australia. Um let me know, follow me on Insta. If you want to chat about the album, like I'd love to chat to you about it. Cause I just love blink. So thanks for watching. Check out some of my other videos if you want, and I'll see you next time.